here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. Welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And we are continuing our half liter Stein. Proceed. Uh, yeah, I was gonna sing the song. But I uh, that's the only thing Ryan. I know. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know the song. Ziggy zaggy, ziggy zaggy. I got that. Uh, but anyway, we uh, decided not to go Oktoberfest this time and go in Marzen. Myers and but I feel like we've been having so we've had a mix I feel like Brad we have because like the the Salamoth Salamoth was a fast beer beer. but I feel like Sketchbook and um Buckle Down Buckle Down yeah those were October because those were way darker than the Oktoberfest from Salamoth oh right but that was like an American like almost like a hoppy I think Sketchbooks was more a traditional Oktoberfest Okay. I'm gonna but consult. This team. is a Marzen, which Marzens are technically what's supposed to be brewed at a little bit of a higher alcohol. Marzen, I just like saying Marzen. <laughs> a little higher alcohol and are darker malts because they're supposed to be like March beers. That's right. Uh, I think Marzen literally just translates to March. Right. So they lager it from March till October. I guess I think it's an old world term, right? It, ref- it refers to like a. You know, before refrigeration, the brewing season stopped, you know, when it got, um, the March was the last beer you brewed, I think, right? Okay. Because it was too hot to brew. Yeah. And you couldn't cool it because it was fucking summer and it wasn't no refrigeration. That's true. <laughs> so you stopped brewing in March. You needed a beer strong enough to make it to October and then you tapped it. Okay. I think that was the rough and quick and dirty. Or was it the other way? Or... Right? Because it comes out in September. You tap it in March. Huh? <laughs> no, you don't tap it in March. <laughs> you tap it in March. You brew it in March. Oh. Uh, but now it's basically the same thing. There's there's like fest beers, there's Oktoberfest, and then there's Marzen. Because fest beers are usually like super local. Like you can only get them at the event. They're yeah. usually possibly maybe even a little lighter. Uh, just good for, you know, pretzels and sausages. Yeah, I, I, I do think fest beer is exactly that. And I think it's... um. I would say 4.3% most of the time, the Fest beer. Okay. And then the Marzen's always a little higher. Right. But the Oktoberfest kind of kind of can, we've seen that be a lighter body, but it ranges now in a like, it could be 4%, it could be 9%. I kind of feel like it's just a, a in American wise, it's just a, a catch all term that could mean either one. It could mean Marzen, it could mean Fest beer, and they just call it your Oktoberfest. That's what I feel like. Yeah. You've seen, but some people like Hopewell here is saying, this is a Marzen. So. Yeah, because technically they're two different beers. And we were just looking at this. One's a European uh, amber multi-beer. That's the Marzen. The other one's a European pale multi-beer. 
that's the, that's the Vesper. Yeah. So this does feel heavier than the other ones we we've had, um, but it's very tasty. This is delicious. This is near the top. It might be one of my favorites. And it could honestly. be that it's a chilly day. It's, yeah, like, it's actual fucking Oktoberfest weather. It's like <laughs> making this one feel like, damn, yeah. It's it's pouring really good, man. Mm-hmm. Hopewell, man. Uh, whatever the most underrated breweries in town are, Hopewell's right there. Right? Yeah. They, they always deliver. I feel like they're a brewery you forget about, and then every time you have it, you want more of it. Yeah, exactly. It's weird because they're in Logan, you know? just wherever all the other breweries are. Mm-hmm. And I only go there because my bike shop is cross street. My bicycle shop is cross street. Okay. And every time I get my bike fixed, I have, I'm, ne- I'm not getting a new bike. I get okay. the same bike for like three summers. Every time I get it fixed or checked, I always go to... You're going that <laughs> often to get your bike fixed. <laughs> Might be time for a new bike. <laughs> I'm not getting another bike. I go to Hopewell. I go to Hopewell every time. But yeah, outside of that, I never, I never go to Hopewell. I feel like Sketchbook and Hopewell sort of fall in that same like bucket for me where... Everything they make is really damn good. Yeah. And I don't go there enough. Fair. And I don't buy them enough. Like both. Like both. 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 Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of breweries like that. Yeah. And uh, Hopewell's branding sort of uh, sometimes blends in with just all the stuff. Like I had to pick up three, uh, four packs in the store to kind of be like, oh, what's this one? What's this one? It's just a color. They lean heavy into the. Uh, abstract. There, there's never like portraits. It's always just abstract art right. in different shades of in different shapes. Right, and that was uh, until the sketchbook Oktoberfest. That was the first time I seen that. But they've they have a similar thing going on where they have the beetle colors, hmm. which is sometimes hard to know what you're getting, right? But I know, like, I know a few of the sketchbook ones now. I know the pink one and the orange one, and so. Hopewells. I did not know what the blue and yellow stripe is going to be. Ingrain. <laughs> Some strange names, too. I man. do like that they their cans are, like, custom. Yeah. Like like, they got the waterproof label on the steel can like everyone. But their steel can has, like... Macaroni. It's decorated. With it's, macaroni. Yeah. Or, like, bike tread, right? Oh, it's supposed to be bike tread. Right? Or something, right? <laughs> Or it could be it could be macaroni. <laughs> I think you're right. It's probably bike tread. <laughs> you know, oh, I just Christ, think yeah. macaroni and marzen. That seems like a good combo. Mm. I saw somebody posted um, black and pepper trisket, Merck's cheddar spread, and a marzen. Oh. And I'm just like, Damn. I need all of this right now. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a winning move right there. Uh, but yeah, we'll be putting this up in our lineup towards the end of this month, or end of probably October. We'll be run down all of our Oktoberfest loggers and see how it uh, stands up. I think it could it could be a it could be a contender. Dude, this hitting the spot. Yeah, just <laughs> <is> good stuff. <laughs> all right, we'll knock back a few of these. Nick, uh, you you made it around. I slacked off this week. You, you got out there. Man, you know, with the summer ending, you know how I feel about that. I'm emotional. I'm torn, you know. Um, endless summer. Yeah. It's funny because the door was slammed shut on summer, like the first day of fall, and it's literally like a 40-degree, well, 30-degree swing, right? It went from 84 to like 54. From, yeah, yes. From Wednesday to Thursday. I was like, yeah. It's wacky. So I did, I did go out. I went out pretty hard, man, since it was the last week of summer. Uh, first stop was uh, Friday Night Flights. 
And I'm looking for the, the f- final Friday night flights of the season. We were recording last Friday. Yeah. That episode still needs to go up, but and then you we wrapped up and you went out the door. Yeah, I went to Friday Night Lights. Uh, Ravenswood. Hello. Yeah. So it sat on the block. Well, the two blocks. It sat in front of. So it was in front of a gal, I think, and definitely in front of Raven. In uh, front of. Um, Dovetail. Yeah. So they moved it because it used to be in front of uh, Band of Bohemia, which is now uh, Forbidden Root. That's where it used to be at. Really. You see, yeah, it used to be farther up. No. No, it was definitely in front of uh, Dovetail. Well, this time, but I said previous. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, previous. last year was Ravens. Last uh, was Ravens. Maybe a couple times ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. DJ was jamming. Um, okay. It was dark by the time I got there. Um, first thing I got was Second City Meadery, which oh. I had there right on Elston, apparently. I didn't know that. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Um, I got something called, uh, pain. what does this shit say? I had to look it up. Existence is pain. <laughs> It's a mead with blueberry, currant, vanilla. I was like, yeah, it's the story of my life. I'm trying to close on this fucking place. Um, he's Summer's like, yeah. ending. <laughs> Summer's ending. <laughs> Earnest, <Okay>. Fucking earnest <laughs> money. <laughs> hey, but then he's like, this has been a popular one tonight. And I was like, oh, everyone's everyone's going through it. Good. So I got that. Um, the longest line of the night was for uh, the good folks at Old Irving. Oh, really? I was kind of surprised. I'm like, it just seems random that they would just have this really long line. Yeah, were they pouring something special? They were pouring like a strawberry lemonade version of Della. Oh, yeah, okay. and then they had some kind of coconut uh, IPA. Okay. Yeah, there uh, it was like this suntan lotion combination of coconut IPA and lime, I think. Okay. Yeah, um, strawberry Della though. Was where it's at. That's where it was at. Oh shit. Super long line for that. Had some illuminated. Their 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 hazy IPA I thought was one of the best beers I had that day. Okay. Um, and then I saw Alarmus. Alarmus had uh, little juice, and then they also had something called um. Well, it was uh, it was their Hell's Lager, but it was their Hell's Lager soured, right? Oh. And um, what was this shit called? I, I got to uh, consult with the photos, man. Oh, it was called Small and Nimble Strawberry Lemonade Sour. Oh Ale. yeah, they've had this one before. Yeah, and um, he was saying how uh, I guess there was a power outage and there was somebody uh, hit a gas line or something at, and they had all this beer in the tanks and they didn't have power. So instead of dumping the beer, they went and put yogurt in the beer, soured the beer, and then came with a new recipe. But it started as a lager, the Hell's Lager. Okay. So I'm like, when you say yogurt, do you mean like some kind of pre-raised yogurt? Like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. no, like Dannon. Like, you went and got caught. Went to the store <laughs> and just like. And cleaned them out. <laughs> cleaned them out, bought all the Dannon. And threw it in the beer. It was so funny. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, this got to be real because this is a bizarre ass story, you know? Yeah. So I had that. That was really good. Um, yeah. Who else was there? Howard Street was there. Um, uh, Half Acre, Lake Effect. I say maybe 10 breweries total. Okay. Yeah. But no. Urban Renewal, because they're gone. They're gone. And then Smiley, oh. we found out, would have been there. That's true, because they are totally near Ravenswood. The Chicago location has closed. Man, you know you know what's weird, man? It's like, I, typically, you either hear about the launch, you read the launch in, an, in the paper or on one of these outlets, or we're invited to the launch. Yeah. Neither for this place. You never really saw anything like, hey, uh, come check us out. Yeah, and... Uh, Sources say the space was very nice. Oh, dude. This place was on Broadway, um, right by the, like, it's a landmark, but everyone knows the, you know, the IHOP, the IHOP on Broadway, because it's right by, you know, it's just north of Wrigley, you know. Oh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, this place took up, like, four storefronts, massive space, gorgeous, massive space. Um, I went there, I rode my bike there once, because I was like, well, I got to know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, just, and I went in there, 
And, you know, Smiley Brothers beer, you know, they flies under the radar. But they had really good food. Right. You know. And, you know, they had a, a gold medal winning fucking uh, barrel-aged Belgian strong ale on draft. Somehow. Yeah. You know, well, shit, Empirical's got a fucking faux bad medal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, what the, you know, so apparently that's not enough to sustain you, <laughs> right? Medals alone do not pay the rent. Yeah. So when you're in this space, though, now that I look back on it, you know, you're just thinking like they were taking a four storefronts and it was on the fl- first floor of what appeared to be residential. Okay. So they probably were just paying out the ass in rent, would be my guess. But I don't know. You would have thought they would have. Did- decent business but anyway yeah they're closed so they were not at friday night flights no no um yeah that sucks for them were was half acre and spiteful there half acre was there i don't think i saw spiteful okay yeah half acre was pouring um was empirical i didn't see empirical either Hmm. yeah was uh hop butcher hop butcher was not there yeah i finished the night at uh, Beguile and Beguile's got a picnic island mm-hmm. but this is a pumpkin spice version <laughs> yeah okay any good? oh it was great mm-hmm. that was my nightcap 4.3% little beer big flavor damn okay you know, exactly how I wanted to end it it was cool nice um, shout out to the guild this is their event and they have uh, they have a new magazine out man it's like it's not the full magazine size it's more like a pamphlet size just a large pamphlet but it's called Illinois Brewing. I saw the president raced out. I'm like, is this is you guys? He's like, yeah, it's all in-house. Uh, we printed 10,000 copies. It's going to be at every brewery in the state. And, you know, we just want to get back to old-fashioned magazines. And yeah. it's all all local stories about all the breweries. So. That's kind of neat. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be free to the consumer. Okay. You know, so and you can catch it at all the breweries. I, I dig that. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Also, keep an eye out for that if I, if I ever go to a, another brewery again. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come around. You need to yeah. take a break. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a pretty good Friday. And then the weekend, found yourself out in the Burbs? Yeah, man. I was in the South Burbs. Um, you know, I'm from the South Burbs, so I was out there um, near Orland Park. And then I just, I was feeling frisky. And I looked on the map, and I realized Plainfield's not far. From, well, not far. Plainfield's closer to Orland Park than the city is. Okay. So I'm like, well, let's just go to Plainfield. And I'm like, well, what brewery's in Plainfield? And I'm like, workforce is in Plainfield. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know the workforce guys from their homebrew shop days. You know, they used to be uh, Chicago Brew Works. And it was a homebrew shop, and then it morphed into workforce brewing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, in the beginning, they had the homebrew shop and the professional brewery, like, back-to-back. But now, the old homebrew shop is in the same strip mall. It's an, it's a barrel warehouse, and now they have a much bigger space that serves as their tap room. Yeah. Really nice space. Wood everywhere, playing reggae music all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Just a very chill scene. Was it busy? Like, I feel like the last time I was there, which I want to say five years ago yeah. now, uh, it was it was hopping. Yeah. I like, I, when I got there, uh, first per- I was the first person there. Like, the only person there was me. This is 11 a.m., though. But by noon, the place had filled up nicely. They had the uh, the barrels outside you could sit at. Everyone was outside. Okay. Um, dude, just well executed, man. You know, I think, what did I got? The first beer I got was um, a collaboration with Twisted Hippo. It was a rye pale ale. Really dug that. And then I got the Baltic Lager, the Baltic Lager, the Baltic Porter, okay. which was like 8%. And then I dove into um, oak-aged Saison with blackberries. Oh, it's called okay. Mid- Midnight Vultures, I called that one. All yeah. right. And on the wall, you see all these like Fobab, JBF, World Beer Cup, 
all these medals, like 10 medals, just kind of sitting pretty right behind this big wooden yeah. bar. Warforce is a brewery that I never see in the store, right? Like, they don't distrib- really distribute, do they? Only place I see them is spots like um, Beer Temple or Bermiscuous that tries to carry local suburban brands. Okay. But outside of that, and really just Beer Miscuous, like, I don't see them at Beer Temple. Okay. So, so yeah, you're right. They, I'm just I don't, trying to, like, I can picture the logo, but I can't even, like, picture the can. Right, right. So, we've always heard a lot of good things about those crewmen. It's a husband and wife duo. But, like, I remember that one night... I, I took a took a ride to Skeleton Key, and I was hanging out at the bar, and they were talking about the importance of workforce and how, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he's always trying to help other breweries because he had the homebrew shop. He knew a lot of these guys. Okay. And then, like, all the a lot of the workers workforce brewery beers, he would just give you the recipe, you know, as a competing brewery and say, hey, man, this is how we're making this. Go ahead and make it. You oh, know? that's cool. Right, just like, a, like kind of a stand-up guy. And our uh, buddy we know who now is at uh, – Two-headed or two-rounded head. Uh, oh, two. Um, Glen Ellen, Illinois. Yeah. Two-round red? Is that it? Two-hounded red? Uh, it's, it's in Glen Ellen. And there's a two and a red in yeah. it. Uh, Steve Wardendike. Yeah. Uh, he was at Workforce for That's a right. while. And he was he was there when they won for Fobat. Yeah. So that was the ROM year. Oh, man. Was... <laughs> First of all, they had fucking metal detectors. So... You know, you had to spread your ass cheeks. It took forever to get in. And then the ceremony was like an hour late. And then the only thing we get is fucking ROM. Yeah. And everyone was so upset. They were booing. If they had tomatoes, they'd probably throw them. Because <laughs> that was a rough year. Who cares? <laughs> get your ass out of here. What the fuck are you even doing here? This is a beer event. Why do people have so many tomatoes just to throw at <laughs> people? Like, it feels like a, a thing you wouldn't want to waste. Like... <laughs> And what if they're rotten? If they're rotten, sure. Yeah. But you'd like literally like, guess what? I got all these rotten tomatoes. We're going to see this guy. <laughs> if he sucks, we're getting rid of him. If not, I guess we're bringing him home. On a fucking unload on this guy. You're just like carrying around. It's like just hauling around like Goodwill stuff in your car for like months. You're just like, these rotten tomatoes. One of these times. See what happens when we get half liters of fucking uh, margaritas, and we should have stuck to the fest beer. Yeah, I forgot where, where that so came from. So you were at Workforce. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was at Workforce. Shout out to Workforce. Like that spot. Um, yeah. Oh, and then you you went across the, the state. Forty five minutes north of straight north of Plainfield. You, you know. were like, I think this, I think this is close. Here I am. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm just, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just feeling good, you know. Uh, maybe that was it. I was hammered. Okay. <laughs> but hey, um, no, we, they call it the uh, Route 59 corridor. Okay. So they talk about uh, Riverlands and all the Naperville breweries, and you know, eventually at the end of this is fucking Geneva. So okay. you, you go up to art history, and you know, we're on this Mars and kick, Oktoberfest kick. And I'm like, well, shit, this is a straight-up German brewery, so, I mean, I'm already over this way. Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm history. Uh, so how did the, how did their Oktoberfest fare? Um, I loved it. thought it was great. Um, they got the band outside. You know, it's a like classic German? setup. German band. And, you know, it sits in the strip mall. It sits at the back of the strip mall. Okay. Um, 
two storefronts, not the four storefronts like uh, Smiley Brothers. That's why. Right. That's how you see? keep it. You go four. <laughs> that's the tipping point. You, if you occupy storefronts, make sure there's no more than two. Okay. Um, and um, vertical. That's Salmo. Then Logan. They only have two, technically. That's true. That is C. We're on to some here. Um, <laughs> horizontal tanks. Classic German lager thing, right? Because that's what they do at uh, Dovetail. Same thing. Um, what else? Oh, they had a smoke version of their Fest beer. Oh. So I got the Fest beer. They, I got a Rauch beer. Arctoberfest. Art, but different than a Rauch beer. What? Well, see, this is the thing. I think all anything with smoked malt is could be considered Rauch. Okay. Right. So this is good. I'm glad you brought this up. So, got the Fest beer. They got a, their Fest beer 4.3. It was, it was interesting though because it was dark like this, but it was a fast beer and it was four point three. But it was smoky. Uh, uh, the first one was not. Our Toberfest oh. was not. The second one, Smoke Toberfest, oh, okay. was smoky. Okay. Yeah. How smoky was it? Was it ham on the rye? Yeah. Smoky. Was it meat product smoky? No. It was just a right amount of smoke. Okay. It kind of lended the tannins, and you, it got a little bit on the nose. I would say you got more of the smoke in the taste than you did on the nose. Because, so, you know, it wasn't ham on the rye. You know, ham on the rye kind of tastes like a, you're drinking a meat product. Yeah. Right? It didn't taste like that. Okay. So I'm asking this guy. He's like, how often do you get Roush beers? I'm like, actually, it's been a long time. And he's like, so we talked about it. And he's like, um, it only takes 20% of the malt bill to make it smoky. You, go in, you do over that. The smoke flavor is so present that you go over 20% and it, you're, you're drinking, you know, mm. meat. Maybe you're, we should have done it smoked black IPA when we brewed. Man, that's a good idea, Brad. Black long. Because I like I like a smoky beer. I feel like if we brewed the black IPA with black long, yeah. make it smoked. Kinda. I think you might be onto something. I'll tell you something. I really like their beer poncho on Lefty. It's a side note. Yeah. That beer's really good. Um, oh, so he's like, yeah, we make three smoke beers across the year. I'm like, nobody's making smoke beers, especially on draft. That's why I don't have them. He's like, yeah, we make three all year. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, we make. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, no, you know, he called it a Franconian. One of them's a Franconian style, whatever that means. Okay. Just like really dark. You know, they're not all Oktoberfest beers. They're different styles of beers, and he used three different malts. So for the Oktoberfest beer, they use an, uh just oak. Okay. Right? Oak is the one that gives off the least amount of smoke flavor, right? right. And then they use a beech wood. Beechwood gives off a little bit more. Is that like their summertime one? I should have probed him for what styles are going with these. I think of the Beechwood Blonde. Yeah. And then the Beechwood Blonde doesn't have smoke, but it's is it? I think Beechwood refers to the name of the beach. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that it has Beechwood in it. (laughs) But it's close. (laughs) He's like, man, beer is hard, man. (laughs) Oh, so um, oak, Beechwood, and then cherry. Is the oh. one that gives off the most smoke flavor. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So they. So now I'm like, now I got to know if I we talk to these guys. Well, what are these other styles of beer to have the smoke? Because yeah. the way they're incorporating the smoke is very nice. You know, it does not overwhelm, but it's very. You know, it's smoky. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. There's a there's a brewery in uh, I think it's like St. Joe's that does like a, you can get a beer maybe a smoked one. But they give it into you like in a glass uh, cover, oh. and then they lift it off, and it's like kind of like a like smoke. cocktails, yeah, like a smoked old fashioned or something. Yeah, so a good presentation on the, the smoked beer. I'm, in, like I'm into it. They, and that beer's pouring at Beer Temple, if Brad goes to Beer Temple. 
can I go? I don't know. You know what's funny? Um, cause... I go by it all the time, and I think, is today the day? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, they told everybody that their Oktoberfest was um, re-only released and in cans. Okay. And it is, except unless you go to the Beer Temple. Beer Temple has a cask relationship with them. Oh. So because of the cask relationship, they get like a random case of their Oktoberfest. So, so they have it. They had it, and I don't think anyone else had it. Like if you went to Bermiscus, Bermiscus would have told you, this is brewery only. We don't have the art history at Oktoberfest. Okay. Which is technically true, but not. That's temp- I tempted to pick it up for our see how it fares. Yeah. We might have to go two. I was realizing as we're putting out these episodes, we're not going to even like put a dent in the amount of Oktoberfest beers we can consume on the show. We might have to have like two on the next one. Oh, yeah. Like two, two Oktoberfest? Yeah. And that's good too, just to, for contrast, right? Especially because I was like at the store and there's like... You know, Goose Island has one. Rev has one. Uh, there's the Lager Town. Like we're like, there's lots of ones we've had before, but do we need to revisit them? I mean, you could almost say, outside of an IPA, the style that damn near every brewery makes. Is it Oktoberfest? Even more so than the the Irish beers. Everybody's doing Irish beers. No, not everybody's doing Irish red. But everybody does. Everybody does a stout, a stout of some kind. Maybe. We don't. We don't drink them. No. A stout from some some brewery. When last time you had a the stout. Half, the half acre stout. How's the half acre stout? I don't even know. And that's the thing. I guess the big hugs, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, and they do 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 a stout. They're not just doing a straight up stout. Yeah. They're always doing a stout with some weirdo shit in it. Mm-hmm. They're doing a stout plus some bullshit. Not bullshit. They're doing an adjuncted stout in most cases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Art history, man. That beer is so good. That I think was... so, man. Yeah, they, they, they um, I, dare I say that place is worth the trip. I, I really enjoyed their beer. As far I, as a motherfucker, though, Brad. Right. Yeah, Plainfield. <laughs> well, you're out there, or is it, no, Plain, not Plainfield. It's Geneva. Yeah. But you're right there by Penrose, and that's the thing. You could do Penrose is like what, like uh, maybe three, four blocks away. Yeah, and then there's a brewery. Is a brewery next door to them open yet? What's that brewery that's opening? Well, I thought it was well. Art history is moving. I, oh. They're moving out of strip mall, so I thought maybe art history was moving closer to Penrose. I thought oh. it was gonna be them. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could definitely make a trip out of it. Yeah. Hmm. So, Route Fifty Nine, man. Yeah, it is crazy that we have like three killer lager breweries with Dovetail, Art History, and uh, Goldfinger. Yeah. Like just like cr- oh and Metro I forgot so they're, four they're, they're the grand granddaddies of them all like really just crushing it we're drinking on a Metro Stein yeah on the lager front that, that's insane to me that people are like you know everyone seems to have their favorite one and I'm like well there's these people have you had these and I'm like what no yeah and you know what's funny on on that note and I'll, I'll close out the lager thing. Like, because it made me think of what Dovetail said, how they consider themselves, we all consider them a lager brewery. They consider themselves a um, a brewery that focuses on continental European styles, right? Because they're like, we have a we have a Kolsch, and that's not a lager, and we have this half, that's not a lager. And they're like, okay, fine. And we do the creeks, and those ain't lagers, right? Okay, okay, okay. But, but um, oh, but to that point, when you're at 
uh, art history, and they have the art on the walls of all the old labels, they make an IPA. Oh. <laughs> they make an IPA, oh, which true. is which okay. is funny. You know, it's funny. I guess I think of them as a lager brewery. We all do. Yeah. We all do. It's so that when I thought it was funny, I'm like, the fuck are they making an IPA for? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> What's this lager IPA? <laughs> <laughs> this cold IPA here? <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Damn. Okay. Uh, any other stops or any other places you hit up? Man, um, shout out to Pilsen Fest. I went down there, had a great old time. Damn. Pilsen Fest is powered by uh, Casa Humilde. Okay. So it's a block party to close out the summer, uh, right on 18th, you know, right by Dusex. Oh, okay. So 18th and Blue Island, they cut off the block, and, you know, there's live bands on one end, DJs on the other end, food, beer. The only two beers you can buy are two Casa Humilde beers. Shit. It was okay. great. Either Casa Humilde beer or Micheladas. Okay. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Fucking, you know, I feel like they are what we wanted Five Rabbit to be. Yeah, do you think Five Rabbit looks at this and realizes how much they fucked up? Five Rabbit's original plan was to go to Pilsen, but they decided it was not enough space. Yeah. So they ended up out there by uh, Midway Airport. Um, so, yeah, I mean, five, I thought this is what, well, there's so many Latinos in Chicago that this only made sense. Like, five, like uh, they're brewing, who? Uh, Casa Humilde's brewing at Brew Yards. Right. Then they're, they're hosting the fucking, basically, the they are the official beer of Pilsen Fest. That's crazy. Which is like on the other side of town. It's like they're going out of their way to find their people, you know. So they got to be, you know, um, this would be off camera for like Dan or someone at District Brew Yards. They might be selling more beer than anybody out, outside of the uh, restaurant. Even when I went to District Brew Yards, it was the busiest station. And I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of the weirdness of their beer. Like these different flavors that you don't really, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I like to try them, but it was the busiest station. And yeah. That, uh, that's interesting. And to think that they're selling all this beer at like Pilsen Fest or probably outside of the market that we usually see. Yeah, I, I got a feeling. And I think the, I think the Briars guys kind of alluded to this. It's like, hey, man, you'd be surprised just about uh, there's a ton of Mexican restaurants you go to. And, you know, right next to the Modelo and the fucking Tecate and the Corona is Casa Milde, you know. Mm. So I, I think that's great for them. Yeah. And, you know, and the, their hashtag on the can says uh, uh, Culteras and Fronteras or something. Culture in Front, I think is what okay. it says. So they're going out of their way to identify with people of, you know, what, I guess what, Latin descent, they right? Because you could be... Puerto Rican or Mexican, Mexican, Latinx, Latinx. Latinx. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, the whole fucking the the overarching thing. The BC word for (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. It's like so. I think I think it's dope, man. Damn. Okay. Uh, Pilsen Fest. Nice. Very cool, man. Busy, busy little week for you. End of summer, man. Doing it all. I'm tired. Summer, summer's got you down. <sighs> it was fun though, man. I'm glad I went out. I'm glad it went out the way it did. Yeah, you're, so you're ending summer with a bang. We're going into this fest season, and then we're gonna go big into stout season. Oh, man, God help us all. This is when shit gets really heavy. Yeah, no, yeah, it livers like help. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Good little week, good little stops around the city. Uh, there's a few events happening this weekend, which we'll mention, but this episode will probably come out afterwards. But there's 312 Day this weekend. There's Sketchbooks Oktoberfest event. Yeah. Uh, 
there was uh, another October Revolution. Revolution. Two-day, two-day two fest, day. yeah. Uh, which was, what, 50 bucks? Yeah, that gets you four pours. Four half steins. Yeah, pours. and it's over two days. Yeah. You could go back for two days, like two steins. You can go, yeah, you can get eight. You can spend $100 and get eight pours. Oh, okay. Eight, eight. You can't go. You can't be like, I'll take two tomorrow. I'll be back. Like, it'll be another $50, sir. That'd be kind of nice. That would be nice. That'd be the good neighborly thing to do, you know? Uh, I can't do it all the day. I know my limit. I gotta get home. This is a lot of beer, man. You know? Yeah, four of these. That's, that's plenty. Yeah. That's plenty. Yeah. Your arm's gonna get too tired. It's gonna be a mess. Um, so, yeah, those events uh, are happening or were happening, depending on when you listen to this. Um, I'm gonna try to swing by maybe 312 day uh, block party on Saturday, maybe early. Get over there, bike, get a couple beers. They're all five bucks. That'd be worth it to uh, get to bike over there. That's a yeah. good. That's a good call. Bike there, spend a couple hours. Yeah, that's all you need. I don't need to see the band. I don't need the. I'm here whatever. for the mint BCS man, and I'm here for uh, Regal Rye. You got Regal Rye? I want to try it. Uh, yeah, I'm here for a couple five dollar pours. <laughs> take some pictures, say hi, yeah. and I'm out. Okay. So if it's nice, let's go go bike ride uh, on the north side down there yeah let's uh, see what the weather's doing man any other events oh man i think um those only ones i could think of man what? 72 on saturday that should be a, a great day for 312 day sounds lovely brad so might have to check out mint mint 312 or mint i want that mint bcs i know they got it yeah a five dollar bourbon county pours is very dangerous oh this shit's gonna get weird bro because there's often flavors or variants that you haven't heard of or haven't tried, and you really do want to try them. So your best bet is to only show up with like a your ID and like forty bucks, and Dude. then that's it. <laughs> the good news is there's going to be a, probably a rotating list. That's their thing you know, of BCS, and it's going to be a crazy ass line to get to BCS. But last time I was there, they were very efficient. Really. In how they got people through, they had them all like poured out on a tray, and you're just going and picking them up and dropping your token. Yeah. When you walk by. I do enjoy seeing the full power of Goose's vault on display. Yeah. You know whether it's, you know, Dominique or the sisters or all these BCS. You know, I do love seeing that because I no one has a vault of different beers like Goose does. True. So that that will be cool. Um, so yeah, check that out, or hopefully you made it there, and we're recapping it on the next episode. But yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Then uh, finished on Marsins. Marsin. Uh, we'll look for some other good Oktoberfest. If you have any other recommendations in the city that we're forgetting about, uh, if there's someone like uh, uh, I don't know, does Haymarket have one? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Adam Street. No. What, what are they up to? Uh, Midwest Coast. Midwest Coast, yeah. Who should, who should we get? Let us know. Yeah, and good job by Brad, man, for finding these ones, man. Because I wouldn't, I would have overlooked the Hopewell, and then it's now it's fucking delicious. It's one of my favorite ones. Damn. So bold statements. So Nick, where can people find you? Get in touch when we're not here. Hey man, I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at Brad Chicago Beer Pass, Chicago Beer Pass, Twitter, Instagram. Website ChicagoBeerPass.com. Episodes are there. Take care. Cheers.